step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. It's Nightside with Dan Ray on WBZ, Boston's News Radio. All right, welcome back. Thank you very much, Dan Watkins. Hour 4 coming up here on a... Tuesday night, August 2nd. And boy, I'll tell you, uh, I now realize July, June and July are in the rearview mirror, folks. And the days are getting a little shorter. I mean, we still have a, you know, a good month of August uh, and uh, uh, September, which is kind of one of those transitional months along with October. But whew, the summer has um, has gone by more quickly than I would have expected. Hey, you know what? Um, I... I heard the top news story that Dan mentioned, which is kind of stunning, that the Boston Globe is reporting that the team may have to shut down the Orange Line for 30 days. Whoa. (laughs) Think about that one, folks. Huh? Here we have, if you remember, Charlie Baker came into office during the snowstorm crisis of it would have been January of 2015. If you remember that winter, it didn't, speak about winters, it didn't snow much until the middle of January. And then it just kept snowing for weeks, uh, through through most of February. And I think we had, again, if I'm, I'm close to the number here, we had about 120 inches of snow between the last few weeks Last two two weeks of January and the four weeks of February, uh, it was incredible. And the tea had all sorts of problems at the time. I remember. Um, but so the Globe is now saying, okay, um, the orange line may have to be shut down for thirty days. I mean, this month, this month, uh, and into September. And the story that Dan Watkins reported: hundreds of thousands of commuters would be impacted. If you remember, it was just a couple of weeks ago that they had that fire on the MBTA uh, on the bridge over the Mystic River where there was a piece of metal that hit under the track. Uh, There was some sort of an explosion, small explosion and a fire, and there were people jumping out the windows, jumping out the windows, smashing out the windows of the train, and there was one woman who jumped off that uh, I would call it a bridge was probably what you'd call really a train trestle and jumped into the Mystic River. And then just yesterday, there's a commuter rail, uh, I guess, that's headed out to um, eventually going to Worcester, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, And it's on the Framingham-Worcester line. And shortly after 6 o'clock yesterday afternoon, um, the train just stopped after leaving the Boston Landing Station. And eventually, people abandoned the train. Um, they were, it, it halted west of Boston, and I believe it was in Natick. I could be wrong here. Uh, the piece in the Globe today from Emily Sweeney and Elizabeth Coe. 
talked about people who were on the train. They were told, oh, yeah, we're going to be okay. And then people are reporting no airflow on the train. The train was completely dead. After about a half an hour of waiting, uh, one man on the train uh, who spoke with the Globe, I think his name was John Brannigan. Is that the name? 27-year-old guy, Jan John Brannigan, uh, saw one of his fellow passengers standing outside of the train. He had opted to stay in the train, but he watched <laughs> as a man. And I think this was in... I think it was in Natick. I could be wrong here, but I think it was in Natick. I'm trying to read it as I talk about it. Um, there, uh, he watched as a man on the other side of the fence pulled out a ladder from a van and began helping riders climb over a chain link fence. Um, according to this rider, he said, the streets filling up with Ubers and people getting picked up. It was crazy. I didn't get out. This is, for those of you who are listening around the country, this is the MBTA, the Massachusetts Bay Transportation Authority. Used to be, you know, you know the song Charlie on the MBTA? So this was blamed on Keolis, uh, which runs the commuter trail, uh, the commuter rail service out of Boston. Um, one man heading home to Newton. He said, so he said, maybe it wasn't Natick. Heading home to Newton from his job at a law firm when the train ground to a halt. At first, conductor said it was a mechanical problem, and another train would arrive to push the disabled train to the next station, Lynn recalled. Quoting here from the Globe, but as the hour ticked by, the 43-year-old man started to worry. I've had delays before. This one was different because they kept promising there was going to be a train that was going to push us, and then it never came. There was never any time estimate. The most frustrating part. Um, the heat inside the train was stifling. Lynn eventually walked toward the back of the train, which some of the passengers in his car said was cooler, where a door had been propped open to let in fresh air. As he sat there, people began talking about getting off the train themselves. People were joking we should jump off, and then people did. Lynn himself hopped out after about 20 people had already clambered, uh, clambered, clambered onto the tracks. He followed other passengers climbing over nearby fence. It's harder than I thought. I got kind of stuck at the top and called an Uber. Nor was he the only one. Uh, as he waited, workers brought ladders to help passengers get off the tracks. Lynn got home around 7.45, two hours later than he would have on a normal commute. I feel like I have my Boston card now, crawling out of a broken down train. But the T should have communicated more clearly. So here's, I would like to just open it up here very quickly and see, this is a story that's just breaking. So normally we... We tend to wait until um, stories um, have kind of percolated up. The Globe is talking about shutting down the Orange Line. We had a couple of weeks ago a guest on who was basically talking, should we just take the T and get rid of it and put it in receivership, declare bankruptcy, and start from scratch? I don't know. Your horror, your T horror stories, or do you ride the T? Would you consider riding the T and how bad, in what state of disrepair is our MBTA? People jumping off a train trestle into the Mystic River. People climbing over ladders to get off the train tracks. And now the T says they might shut down the orange line. Your thoughts on the MBTA mismanaged for decades. And now 
I think we're all going to be paying a big, big price. 617-254-1030-888-929-1030 or 617-931-1030. The MBTA. I think about, uh, as someone mentioned, San Francisco, the Bay Area Rapid Transit, the BART. Beautiful system. Beautiful system. Now, I know that Boston is old, but New York, the system seems to work. How come in Massachusetts, in greater Boston, the MBTA is such a disaster? Let's open up those lines, Rob. We'll be back right after this. Now, back to Dan Ray, live from the Window World Nightside Studios on WBZ News Radio. All right, people in Massachusetts, defend the T or criticize the T. It's as simple as that. First call up, Matt is in Florida. Matt's originally from Massachusetts. Hey, Matt, how are you? Yeah, I used to live there, as you know, and riding the train was the bane of my existence. And I would remember when my father uh, retired, he said that the greatest part of retirement was that he didn't have to take the MBTA anymore. And he he got really uh, jealous of me when, you know, the uh, uh, pandemic hit and I didn't have to take the train then. So I haven't really I, I haven't had to ride that thing in a very long time. And now that I'm in Florida, I, I don't ever, ever plan on riding it. No, I, I suspect you won't. Let me ask you, what what is public? You're in Naples, right, if I recall? Yeah, yeah. So yep. what is public transportation um, like down there? I guess it's probably. Well, there really isn't. Yeah, no, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, there really isn't any. And that's, a, uh, that's I think, a, poly, uh, a policy decision more than anything. Uh, we do have, uh, and uh, uh, Boca Raton does have, um, have, like, a trolley service. So there are different areas down here where you, can take a trolley to different cities, but it's really kind of designed. Uh, we could go to a whole other conversation about that and why they have it this way, but uh, that's pretty much, there's no public transportation. You really need a car here. It's a really function. Um, but just to answer your question about what the problem is, uh, you are right. In San Francisco, where I, I, I used to work a lot on and off, they the BART is amazing. Every 10 seconds, there's a bus outside, so you never have to wait for a bus. In Massachusetts, you could be waiting for 45 minutes, and it might not even come till the next hour. Yeah. And I think of what a lot of the issue is, it's, it's all, the, all the pensions that have been really clogging up all, where all the money's supposed to be going for all these repairs and everything. And I think the only real uh, way to solve it is to completely go bankrupt the system and uh, you know start over. Because the amount of money and pensions that are going out, it's just you know, it's the reason why pensions don't exist anymore in uh, the private sector. And this is exactly why. Well, of course, this was not in the private sector, as you well know, but it, as I'm sure you know, 20 years and you got a pension with the MBTA. So there were guys who went to work at the age of 18. They were on a pension at the age of 38. Uh, right. And, and then they would get another job. They're doing a separate thing for another job. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But I think that's what the problem was. But well, thanks, it, and thanks for taking my call. I got to run. Thank you. Uh, all right. Take it easy, man. Matt in Florida gives us a couple of minutes. That's good to know. So I want to hear from you folks here, um, and particularly if you're an orange ride, orange line rider. I mean, that is, that's the South Shore. Um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think that is the South Shore, <laughs> and it's it's incredible to think uh, that that the orange line could be shut down for a month. Now, I guess if you're going to shut it down for a month. The the month to shut it down is clearly is the month of August. But what 
what havoc that's going to play. So your your thought about the, the T, Matt, Matt says shut it down, declare bankruptcy. Um, I assume that somehow the pensions would be paid. There's some, I'm sure, some sort of a federal program which would make sure that the the, the people who work so hard for so long with the T, 20 years in many cases, and have a pension, that that'd be okay. I um, just wonder if any of you rely on the T, and how reliable is the T to you, for you, at this point in time? I know I've heard a lot of people criticize the ride, uh, and I think the ride is a function of the T, although it may be, again, sort of a, a more independent offshoot. We have tried for... Um, several times to get the MBTA general manager to uh, come on and talk about the problems of the T and try to reassure people. Um, in, in recent years, the MBTA has just basically said, why do, why did they want to talk with people um, on the radio who, who are basically the people uh, who, who their, their organization intends to serve? Um, I can tell you that there were some T general managers over time who would come in and be very helpful uh, when we first started doing Nightside, but this seems to have been a, a shutdown uh, once the Baker administration came in, and I think it was the decision was that the whoever was the T general manager they didn't have the authority to speak. So, just want to know what your experience has been with the T, um, good, bad, or ugly. Uh, I, I would love to talk to any of you who might have been on that uh, commuter rail train. Last night, where people literally—I mean, the 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 pictures I'm looking at—people climbing over ladders. They're in business suits. These are these are people who are not used to climbing over ladders. It looks as if the uh, the chain link fence is about an eight foot high fence. Uh, I just—I mean, it's 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 only in only in Massachusetts, I guess, is the way I would look at that, and then. The story from a week ago, which we were the laughing stock of the nation with that train on fire on the railroad bridge, or as I would call it, a railroad trestle over the Mystic River. And one woman was so freaked out. I mean, they're getting off a train that's on fire. Many people are concerned about coming in contact with the third rail, which would be my thought exactly. And one woman actually jumped into the Mystic River, which is a dangerous thing to do. She's wearing street clothes. She's not. I don't care if she's a uh, an Olympic swimmer. That that's you. You have no idea what you're jumping into when you jump into the Mystic River. So those those are the questions, uh, and I'd love to talk about it. I know I've thrown the, at this thrown this one at you late, but if you're a, if you're a fan, I don't think there were too many fans of the MBTA left. But if you're a fan of the MBTA, and want to tell me what a good, reliable, clean service it is. Please feel free. Uh, if, on the other hand, you um, would like to join the chorus, I think the growing chorus of people in Massachusetts who have pretty much had it with the MBTA. I mean, Governor Baker, when he came into office, one of the things that we expected him to do was to take a business approach. Uh, and I don't know that there's been a business approach taken to the MBTA because these last disasters, up to and including the story tonight, that the Orange Line, the Orange Line, I mean, that is essential to the city. It's essential to people. How can you work in Boston and afford to drive into Boston, never mind the gas mileage and all of that and the the sitting in traffic on the Southeast Expressway, but, but then you've got to park your car in Boston. I mean, the MBTA is vital, but it's um, 
I, I think it's I think it's dissembling, d- dissolving amongst our right in front of our very eyes. Six, I got wide open lines here, folks. Uh, if you don't want to talk about the MBTA, we can go to open line six one seven two five four ten thirty, triple eight nine two nine ten thirty. Uh, also, 617-931-1030. So we can talk about the T. If you want to talk about the T, that's great. If you want to talk um, open lines, uh, any other subject, that's fine. It's a Tuesday night in August. We call them the dog days of August. Um, let me grab Joe from Millis here, see what he wants to talk about. We'll accommodate him very quickly. Joe and Millis, want to hey, talk Dan, about the T or, or something else? Go ahead, Joe. Good evening, Dan. No, the T's the okay. Uh, I know that they've, over the years, several years now, They've bought a lot of trains from China. Yes, they have. And um, hasn't worked out too well. <laughs> no, it hasn't. Substandard parts, and I know the systems of you know the general construction is fine. I uh, I worked for the T for fifteen years, so I know that a lot of the construction was good. I just I know that the all the mechanical stuff and the switches are not home homegrown. They're all made out of the country, so I know that. The, the uh, you know, it could be substandard. So, uh, so you worked for fifteen years with the T. Why did you stay the extra five and get the pension? Well, I pursued a different career. I worked with our friend Franny. Okay. Uh, I, uh, we I'm talked having... with Chris one night about Franny. Okay, yeah, now I know who we're talking about. Sure. So, so you worked for fifteen. If you had stayed for twenty, what sort of a pension would have you gotten? Oh, a mega pension. Um, they were offering, usually it was 23 years. Yeah. But they offered um, people to buy the last two years out and, uh, you know, walk out in 21 years. And so what, what then could you realistically oh, probably ex- expect to live maybe on? T- t- probably 1200 a-, a week, 1400 a week. Sixteen hundred a week. A week. That, well, that now you're talking about sixty-five, seventy thousand dollars. That's right. It's a hell of a pension. You know, there's a great pension there. They they took care of their people there, and uh, you know, a lot of people before the end of it, they jump into management and grab the seventy-five percent. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of abuse. I mean, there was a time where they called it the MBTA, Mister Bulger's Transportation Authority. Well, uh, it's top-heavy, Dan, and in, in um, you know, hacker rammer and. Uh, Certainly nepotism, as all our agencies in Massachusetts are. Yeah. I don't have to tell you that. Um, you know, if you did a cross-pollination or a DNA test on some <laughs> of these people and all these, you'd see that there's quite quite a cross-referencing in uh, family um, uh, careers in the... Uh, oh, yeah. The, no, no, you're, you're right for the... Political- and it extends, Dan. It goes down to grandson. <laughs> Great, you know, it's it really quite a... Um, it's generational. No, no, absolutely. And look, I know a lot of people would talk about families who would continue to stay on welfare, you know, generation after generation. There were families that worked for the T generations after generations. And uh, I think oftentimes, well, I don't know if you had to know someone, but my understanding was that it always helped if you knew someone who could help you, some politician help you get a job. And I think Bulger led the league in terms of putting people probably from his family in the T and also... Well, they used a lot of that construction money that was um, generally, you know, unaccountable. The big dig. um, The big dig. Well, the Orange Line, I worked on that. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
a laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Really? So start, almost start to finish. Really? So... So the orange line, I mean, that's south of Boston, right? I mean, we're that talking. That goes through um, the, it, it, it's the it's the old it goes to uh, Forest Hills. Okay, and so it, starts at Forest Hills, right? It starts at Forest Hills, goes up to Malden, right? Okay, so that's the one that goes right. To, it's the I'm thinking the red line, Quincy. Okay, um, it's it's still going to be a real problem for people. It, yeah, I, it's unfixable, Dan. I I, I think you got to really. Um, you know, it just needs a complete flush. So what do you do? I mean, you declare bankruptcy, put it in receivership? Well, I, I would I would imagine, you know, technically they have a lot of problems um, with mechanics, not like with their work. You just can't get enough of them. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, you you, you just can't, like, close it down. I mean, you, you've got no, to keep... No, that's why I'm, I'm astounded that they're going to shut the orange light down and... You know, what are they going to run buses from, you know, Forest so. Hills? For, yeah, Forest Hills to downtown Boston. That'll be lovely in the, the traffic jam. You can't get down Washington Street now. You know how that is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, well, um, we we have tolerated it. Generations have tolerated it. And some at some point, we got to pay the piper. And I guess we're going to be paying the piper pretty soon. I, I, I think, Dan, it, it, the time has come it, you know, transportation means so much to Massachusetts, especially where the parking is horrible. And, you know, you know what it's like to drive into the city on a regular clip. Got to tell you, don't do that anymore. Thank God. I really don't. <laughs> I <spent laughs> hey, Joe, thanks as always. In traffic, Dan. Thanks. Thanks, my friend. Talk to you soon. Great. Yep. Uh, Joe's a great caller. 617-254-1030, If you want to talk about the tea, we can talk about the tea. If you want to talk about any of the subjects that we talked about earlier this evening, we were talking about um, the introduction of medical marijuana for elementary middle school and high school students uh, here in Massachusetts. Uh, we talked uh, about the fentanyl crisis and the the introduction uh, of the smuggling, to, uh, just lose what the word, the correct word, the smuggling of, of fentanyl uh, into this country and the number of deaths of young people who have died from fentanyl. And we also talked last hour about sports betting. Uh, good idea, bad idea, and now we'll focus on the MBTA. So the, the news tonight, MBTA plans to shut down the orange line. <sighs> good luck with that. And, of course, this comes in the wake of the the, the train on fire on the trestle and the woman, one of the passengers, well, passengers jumping out the windows, but one woman jumping off the trestle into the Mystic River. And last night, uh, a, a commuter train basically stopping and people finally, after an hour, escaping from the train. Uh, it had to have been lovely in there. And then climbing over fences with ladders to, to get to Ubers. What a disgrace. Coming back on night side got a couple of open lines so let's light them up you can talk about the tea or any other subject 617-254-1030-888-929-1030 and 617-931-1030 there's one open line there coming back on nightside nightside with dan ray on wbz boston's news radio 
Thank you very much, Dan Watkins. We are talking about, amongst other things, the MBTA. Apparently they have decided to, according to the Boston Globe, shut down the orange line for 30 days, beginning sometime in August and extending into September. Hundreds of thousands of commuters will be impacted. Boy, the T has had a rough, rough time. And again, you can't get any answers out of the T. It's as simple as that. They're, they do have a general manager, although no one knows who he really is and um, and and why. Uh, and they just they just don't want to talk to to um, to their own their own riders, their own customers. And uh, and don't get me going on the MBTA ride in terms of uh, how. Folks who have to depend upon the ride find that to be unreliable. Ed in Marshfield. Ed, next on Nightside. Welcome. How are you, sir? How are you, Dan? Doing great. You a T-rider? I'm actually an employee. Oh, okay. That's good. What do you you, you want to tell me? I, I don't want you to identify yourself, but you want to tell me what sort of work you do? I work on buses. Okay, so um, what is the, what's the spirit? Um, how, how's the... the, the <laughs> How how are the employees feeling? I mean, you guys have had a, a, a rough couple of months here. Well, it's been a rough uh, seven and a half years, Dan, because this governor started off by putting a billion dollars of debt on the T, which mm. he couldn't keep up with its maintenance, and now he wants to sub everything out, which you have no control over subcontractors, yeah. and then... To throw it on top of that, the way a pension works is you hire more people to to pay into the pension to keep it going. So he's he's trying he you know working at collapsing the T, and he did a pretty good job. So so let let's okay. Well, you're right, by the way, and and I I mentioned that earlier that he came in as sort of a guy who had a reputation as a businessman that that he could make things work. The T has been obviously an abysmal failure. So, from your perspective, as somebody who works for the T, uh, I'm assuming that the the spirit of the employees must be pretty down right now. Correct? Yeah, I would say. Yeah. Okay. What? Yeah, we we we're short-handed. We 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 don't have half the employees we used to have. You know. So, so what's the solution at this point, from your perspective? If, if if someone would listen to you, what what should be done? Well, the the management has to be gutted right from the top. I mean, we have too many do nothing managers that 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 retaliate against employees. Okay. And don't don't work with employees. They don't value employees. They don't take employee input. Yeah. Are, th- are those mostly political people, or are those people who have been there for a long time yeah, and they have? Some are, yeah, some are. Uh, and do some of them they have the, Do they have enough seniority that you can't get rid of them? Um. Yeah, I, I think maybe some some of them. Yeah. How long? Yeah. If I could ask Ed, um, how long have you worked for the team? How many years? Almost ten. Okay, so, uh, and you sound like you're a young guy. No, not really. I got five more years to go. Five to seven. Okay, but wait a sec. Don't you have to work twenty to get a pension? Well, I'll be at the age, so I, I won't. I won't see a full pension because I started late. Okay. I worked for the airlines, and they canceled my pension, <laughs> and I came to the T. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, 
it just I'm curious what sort of a pension you know you're going to work 15 to 17 years which is a long time but it's not necessarily a career we think of people as a career of 30 years what sort of a pension will you walk will you be able to, to live on will you be able to live on it comfortably um, no I don't think so um, I have to I have to really work on you know, saving in the 401k also to, to try to make up the, the gap. Okay. All right. Um, what what do you think about this idea of shutting down the orange line? Is that reasonable, rational, or irrational? Well, I think it's 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 kind of the hand is forced in because the feds are all over them, and the feds report comes out next month, and I think they're trying to get ahead of the feds because I think what the Fed will will make them do is, is maybe even even more of a um, you know a breakdown or a shutdown type of thing. You know, what a that's my opinion. Yeah, I don't no, have any. No, I get it. No, I, I, I totally get it. My opinion. What a disaster! What a disaster! Well, Ed, you know. Thanks for calling in as an employee and defending the employees. I, I Again, it has to be tough to work for an organization that at this point seems snake bit. I mean, what did you think as a as a member of, of the, the, the employee, you know, the, I don't know if you're in the union or not, but as an employee of the T, when you saw that woman jumping into the Mystic River? I mean, what what a metaphor. What a nightmare. Yeah, this should be, this should be better announcements and training on what what they what they need to do i know they have less i think one less man on on the trains so i think is it one or two i'm not even yeah, sure okay but uh, right, well, you know well, there should be better announcements and, and you know like when you're on a plane they explain <laughs> if the plane's going down this is what you need to do and oh yeah they tell you in advance sure okay. absolutely yeah, no doubt. I mean, All right, Ed, I appreciate but, it. Hey, Hang in there, my hey, friend. Thank you. All right. 617-254-1030, I always um, mention that it's tough for people to respond to a story that has just broken, and the Boston Globe is reporting uh, that the T intends to shut down, shut down the orange line for 30 days, uh, beginning sometime later this month. It would take them into September. Uh, feel free. Uh, I'll also give you an opportunity. We can go a little open lines as well. If, if the tea is not something that really is of interest to you, feel free. We can, uh, we'll take any other subject, uh, particularly some of the subjects we talked about earlier tonight, which is the fentanyl crisis, which seems to be out of control totally. Let me go to Cheryl in Woburn, Massachusetts. Cheryl, you are next on Nightside. Welcome. Hi, Dan. Good night. Good evening. Good evening. Or pretty close to good morning. Go right ahead, Cheryl. I, I know. I know. Just on my way home from work, and I heard this uh, story, this conversation. And um, have you ever been to Japan? Never been to Japan. Never been uh, to the to Asia, uh, as a matter of fact. So um, I, uh, but I understand so, that they have some very, very sophisticated trains. They have the bullet train over there, correct? Yeah, correct. They are magnificent, those trains. So Japan has, like, um, platforms under platforms. They're like cities under the city. Yep. And um, I went in 1999, and it was amazing, their, their subway system. And then this past year, we went to Spain, and I was so impressed 
with their subway system. And I said to myself, why can't we just get it together? I don't understand. Uh, and I have a question. Why isn't it privatized? Well, I, I, I don't think that when the MBTA came of age that there was any institution that would have had the money to have it had to be created you know by um, mm -hmm. you know back in those days there were some wealthy people but no one was going to going to going to create a private system um look I've been, I've been to paris and london uh and saw those very clear you know recollections of the their transit authorities san francisco uh the metro down in uh down in washington dc uh, new york mm -hmm. i mean ours ours is horrible it, I mean, there's just no question about it. It's, it's horrible, but I think it's one of those things that we've lo looked at. Um, we spent a lot of money on the big dig, but the money wasn't there. You just heard Ed from Marshfield. How often do you ride the T? So I used to ride it all the time, um, and now ever since the pandemic, I, I really don't. I probably ride it only three or four times a year. Sure. Um, but, um, but. Yeah, it's just, and, and you can't say that it's only age, because, you know, there are these lines, when you look at Madrid and Barcelona and all those places, and that that's some pretty old train stations, and there's some pretty old um, technology there, but it's still kept up, and I just, I can't understand why. I do have friends that work for the T, and like the gentleman said prior to um, my call, it is very top-heavy, Um and I think they just need to clean house. Well, it's it's also top heavy, and I gotta tell you, I I have a, a couple of friends of mine who rely on the ride, and they tell me that the ride is very unpredictable. Some days it's there, some days it's not. Um, you know, these are people who are trying to get to either you know uh, shopping. Uh, it's a wonderful mm -hmm. concept, okay? Or get to doctor's appointments, and we've tried repeatedly to get the general manager, this particular general manager of the T, and uh, without any success. I don't recall seeing uh, this fellow on many either talk shows or or, or Sunday Sunday shows. The the reason I like to get individuals, whether they're elected officials or appointed officials on night side is try to call one of these guys between one of these people between nine and five and you never you're never going to get to talk to that person but when we used to have mayor walsh on every month or mayor menino it was great you know there were there were six or seven or eight or ten people who could actually get through and talk to the mayor of boston but mm -hmm. i think there's that a lot of these um uh bureaucrats uh they got their nice little job, their cushy job, they know that they're going to only be there for so long, it's not a career, and they have no incentive to go out and talk to, and interact with uh, with people who actually ride. You know, they'll, they'll take some photo op at a station where they're talking to people, two or three drive riders, and, and that's it. Um, and I think, I think that, if, that if, you do, if you are in public service, whether you're an elected official or an appointed official, you have an obligation to interact with the with the public you serve. Oh, absolutely! But it wouldn't you wouldn't you be embarrassed? It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Like to say that this is your job? I, I mean, well, no, they, they, love, they love the job. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. All of them are, are making. Big bucks. They're making one hundred and fifty, hundred sixty, hundred seventy thousand dollars. Some of them, a lot of them, make more than the governor in those positions. So they're making big yeah. bucks. They probably have a car. Uh, maybe they have you know assistance. There's no overhead. Uh, no, these are these are jobs that are that are that are sought after. You know, you you work when the governor comes in, and if you've been a a key contributor or a key supporter. The governor tells you, you know, well, what would you like to do? Gee, could I be the head of the MBTA? Okay, that's your job. That's the way it works in Massachusetts. There's no, no nationwide uh, searches, sure. you know. And so they're there. They know they're there for three or four years. They, they, they don't come on talk shows. I mean, the guy that we have now, Poftek, whatever his name is, we've called him many times. Um, open invitation. Come on and talk to your to your customers, to your clients. They don't look at you people. Uh, who, who they don't look at the folks who they're serving as their customers or their clients. They they look at them as sort of like just the masses, if you know what I'm saying. And it's right, yeah, it's, right. It's, it's, it's a bad attitude. It's, they 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 don't they they claim to be business people, but they never run a business like they run the MBTA. Cheryl, I love you. Call. I got to let you go though, okay? Because I'm right. past my break. Thank you. Thanks. Talk Have soon. Have a great night, Dan. You too, Cheryl. Be well. All right, let's keep it rolling here. Got a couple of more lines that are available. If you'd like, 617-254-1030, 888-929-1030, or 617-931-1030. Your experience on the T. Is it time to just put it in bankruptcy and start from scratch? Obviously, that's a complicated legal question. Can it be done? Yeah, it can be put in some form of, rec- some form of receivership, um, but... I, I think it's a losing proposition at this point, and you would really need one of the candidates for governor, whoever's going to succeed Charlie Baker, to take it on as task number one. And I hope whoever is elected governor, whether it's Maura Healy or one of the Republicans, that they focus on the MBTA because that is that's the biggest disgrace we have in Massachusetts right now, amongst a few other smaller disgraces. Back on Nightside after this. Now back to Dan Ray, live from the Window World Nightside Studios on WBZ News Radio. All right, we're talking about problems on the MBTA. If you've just joined us, uh, welcome. The T is apparently, according to the Boston Globe, is reporting the T intends to shut down the Orange Line. Yeah, shut down the Orange Line for 30 days beginning sometime this month, August, and into September. This would impact hundreds of thousands of commuters. This is the day after they had this problem on a commuter commuter rail train where people, basically the train just stopped and died, uh, and people who had to abandon the train and then to get away from the, the train and the train tracks, they had to climb over ladders. It looks over a fence that is at least maybe six, six and a half feet high, a chain link fence. And these are business people and, you know, older folks um, coming home from work. Uh, this, of course, a couple of weeks after that train caught fire on the railroad trestle or the bridge uh, over the Mystic River where the woman 
thank God she survived, had to decided to jump into the river. She was more concerned about the train going on fire or um, stepping on the third rail. So let's go to Jim in Winthrop. And if you want to jump on, we got a couple of other open lines, 617-254-1030, 888-929-1030. Jim is in Winthrop. Jim, you, are you an MBTA rider? Uh, Dan, I'm a current uh, MBTA employee. Uh, okay, without well, thank getting, you. Without getting without getting too specific, I work directly on the front lines of moving passengers every day. Good for you. Uh, there's a lot of uh, comments that I've heard made by callers and, and by yourself. Sure. Um, I can't get specific uh, for certain reasons, but it, it's amazing to me how much misinformation. There is out there concerning uh, uh, the operations of the T and some of the problems that go on. But okay, so, so, gonna, so I just I just want to talk. I'll just talk about something that's generic, and that's the pension. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, real sure. Go ahead. I've got a couple. I've got a couple of questions if we have time. But you go ahead. You had a call a couple of hours ago that said his pension would be like fourteen or sixteen hundred dollars a week. I'm not sure where what kind of job he did and what it paid, but. Uh, I'm at a top rate of pay for my job, and in order to retire with what we refer to as the standard retirement package, you're going to put in 23 years and three months. Not 20 years, 23 and three. Yeah, I I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but it was 20, and there was some sort of a change maybe 10 or 15 years ago which bumped it up to uh, 23 years uh, from 20. Go ahead. Well, well, for at least the last 15 years, I'd be wrong, but I believe it's since been jacked up to 25. In any case, at the end of, if I were to retire at 23 years in three months, my pension would be 57.2% of my, of the average of my three highest earning years. Okay. Okay. And overtime does not count towards the pension. So what would your pension, just give us a rough ballpark of what your pension would be. Based on... Based on today's dollars, my if I retired at twenty three and three at today's dollars, my pension would work out to a thousand and five dollars a week. Okay, uh, is that not take home or is that gross? Not sixteen. Gross. Gross. Okay, so uh, so th- so that's a pension of about fifty two thousand dollars a year. Right, right, not fourteen hundred a week, not sixteen hundred a week. No, that's fine. That's fine. But that's that's fifty two thousand dollars a year. Um, Many people, in order to get a pension of that magnitude, um, you got to work a heck of a lot longer. I worked in television for 31 years. My pension doesn't even come close to that. Well, uh, that that may be so, Dan. It but is so. No. I, well, I know what my pension is. Trust me, it's um, it's not. I, if I would trade, I'll trade pensions with you tomorrow if if you're making fifty two thousand. Okay. Well, <laughs> would you want? Would you want to trade the career that you had for the for the work that we do? Where well, we I don't know. I, well, no. I, look, with, I did what uh, I did. I did what I did. I enjoyed doing what I did, Jim. Um, but what I'm saying is you have a pretty good pension is all I was trying to say. Jim, I'm flat out of time. I, I'm so happy that you called and, and, and defended the T. I respect that. And I hope you feel that you had a chance to say what you wanted to say. I wish I could give you more time. I'm just flat out. Well, uh, thank you. As far as privatization goes, if people wanted to go private, that's fine. But then they should be okay. I gotta to- go, Jim. T- the, yes, like the tea. The tea runs on time. So does in nightside. Thanks. I gotta go. Appreciate it. Talk again. Done for the night, Rob.
Producer Lightning, thank you very much to um, Evan uh, and to Brett as well early on. I'll end as always. All dogs, all cats, all pets go to heaven. That's my pal Charlie Reyes who passed 12 years ago in February. That's why your pets are her past. They loved you. You loved them. I do believe you're going to see them again. We'll see you again tomorrow night on Nightside beginning at 8 o'clock. I'm on Facebook in about two minutes. Just go to Nightside with Dan Ray on Facebook. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.